Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hello there, everybody, and welcome to What Culture Football, the What Culture channel that's all about football. I'm joined by Simon Gallagher. Say hello, Simon. Hello, Simon. And I'm joined by Andy Murray. Say hello, Andy. Hi, yes. And we're here to talk about Newcastle United, and there's not even a crisis for once. In fact, things are, <laughs> relatively speaking, positive at the minute. Yeah, they've, give it a couple of days. Someone will come up. There's a manager now, and there's a centre forward now, and money's being spent and whatnot. And it was just, it's all fine now. It's fine. Because this time yesterday, nothing had happened. We'd bought less players than Chelsea, who currently have a transfer ban. So that was a bit <laughs> of a concern. But it's fine. It's fine. Joe Wellington has arrived in Newcastle. They've smashed the transfer budget. Smashed transfer record for £40 million, allegedly. Although technically, we've just basically moved our record transfer fee from undisclosed to undisclosed <laughs> in bigger letters now. So that's it. The shackles are off. Newcastle United are looking to spend some money to kind of get something resembling a squad together for the coming season. So we're going to talk about all the players they've been linked with recently and whether or not they should try and sign those. Won't that be fun? Yes. Yeah. Won't that be fun? Yeah. yeah. It will be. And we're going to start with Joe Ellington because he has just signed. We're going to try and we don't know too much about him unless either of you two Hoffenheim season ticket holders and I've forgotten <laughs> that. No. Nope. Cool. Right. Well, 40 million. That's the reported fee. He's 22 years old. He has not scored what you would call a bag full of goals at any level. Really? Is he being bought? Like, I know cynically he's being bought because they want to sell him on in 18 months after he has a good first season mm. in England. But has he been bought for potential more than really anything guaranteed? Yeah, it sounds like it. I mean, I'm very, very worried by Rafa Benitez seemingly valuing this player at 20 million, not the 40 mm. um, that he's been purchased for per the recent reports. I would say so, 22 years old, but he get seven league goals last season. Something like that, yeah. On, on the surface level, it seems like quite a promising signing because promising young forward, been uh, compared with Firmino in mm. Germany, apparently. But looking at the numbers and Rafa's opinion of the player, who I trust a bit more than Steve Bruce and Lee Charnley, mm. um, doesn't fill me with confidence. It's a bit of an odd one, really, because if you sort of look at like how he plays the game, he doesn't really play as an out-and-out centre-forward. He's there's all, nine. Yeah, there's all no. this talk about he likes to drop deep, he likes to influence the play a bit more, which kind of excuses his goal numbers. But if he's here to replace Rondon, who was just a I-will-score-you-as-many-goals-as-I-can type unit. player, yeah. Yeah. is it a bit of an odd one? I think it's strange. His, his goal record's actually better last year than it was the previous two years. So they're looking at an upward trend mm. in his stats. He got one in three in all competitions mm. last year, which is the same as Iosi Perez. And Iosi wanted out, so it's sort of a comparable transfer fee, except for the fact that we've never seen him in the Premier League. That's, yes, unproven, mm. on, the, unproven in this league, which is yeah. usually a bit of a risk. And obviously, Perez and Rondon 
you know, I mean, their stats didn't exactly set the world on fire, but in the side they were playing in and what was expected of them, they got lots of very important goals for this club yeah. in this division, which is obviously a bit of a risk. We won't know too much about him until he plays, obviously, so there's no point really getting too bogged down on this. But because football journalism is brilliant now, we also expect him to be joined by Alan Saint-Maxime. And do we? Do you know why we expect him to be joined by him? What the, the catalyst? Because he liked some Instagram posts. He liked <laughs> Joe Ellerton did his big, I've come to Newcastle Instagram post, and Alan Saint-Maxime liked it. His little mate. Little mate, his little mate, his little liked, mate it. liked it. Now there is some talk they've got the same agent. Apparently they're represented by the same people, whatnot. But Paris is a player Newcastle wanted for a while, and it looks like he could be the next one in for a rough twenty-five million fee. Now he's been described in many quarters as many, many different things, which we'll get to. But there is already talk that apparently Steve Bruce does not want him because he doesn't Good. like the look of his attitude. Now. Is this going to be an issue? Is this already collapsing? Because he came in and said, I'm not, not here to be a puppet like, and I'm not here to just to get done what I'm told to get to get done. I'll have a say in all the transfers. like. But apparently if he's going around saying he doesn't want this, guy, this yeah, kid, because attitude's not right, and he comes in anyway, is that that? Yeah, it's kind of worrying that, isn't it? Like I've heard this this fella, this St. Maxime, uh, related to, compared to Hatem Ben Arfa in terms mm. of style and attitude, which excites me to no end because I would rather have a fun player than a boring, effective one, Matt Ritchie. Um, <laughs> yeah. And two fronts for you as well. Yeah, well, he, well, he doesn't even get in the Scotland squad these days because he sucks. Um, I don't know too much about the player. He was good in Football Manager a couple of seasons ago. Mm. Yeah. It's all speed, goals, and flair, apparently. This is the. Fine. I got an excellent description of him, right, which you'll really like. Uh, this is somebody writing something for Newcastle fans they need to know about him. It's someone who's very big on him. He says, he combines the flair of Almiron. Good. It's quite exciting. Let's yep. that. And with the power and goals of Joe Ellington, which is. Goals, eh? Completely he's ne- literally yeah. never scored <laughs> yeah. a goal yeah. for Newcastle ever. We don't know anything about him. And then the trickery and speed of Alan St. Maxime. So that's a, great wow. that's a great description, isn't it, for Newcastle fans there? Basically, he's a bit like this one player you've got, and then a bit like this other player you've just signed and don't know anything about, but also... Himself. Himself. Yeah. Now, there have been various reports about him, as you say, a lot, sp- lot of speed, a lot of pace, a lot of trick, which you get the Ben Arthur comparison, but um, French football expert, whose name I've sadly forgotten to written down, said he'll dribble around players for fun, but by the time he gets his head up to look for a pass, he'll probably be on Dean Street. Sounds like boatloads of fun. Get him in. Yeah, I'm up for that. Get him in. Yeah, I prefer, I prefer that. Like, we've not had players like that for a long time, apart from Ben Arthur, and it's, it's just, like... Steve Bruce is not going to be Steve Bruce. Steve, Steve Bruce. Bruce. Steve Bruce. Not going to be uh, a tactician in any way, shape, or form. So just having people who are just going to be yeah. sort of banter options it didn't is better. Bruce famously not get on with Ben Arthur at all while he was at Holwell. Yeah, he doesn't kinda, doesn't like that kind of player at all. Straight away, he went from hot new loan signing yeah. to nothing, basically, didn't he? Yeah. Ben Arthur was pretty out of shape when he went to Hull. Uh, he was a big unit. He was a big unit. I remember people say that was Ben Arthur's terrible season. He still scored. I think he was our top scorer by the end of it. We loaned yeah, him out probably. in January. Yeah. Um, is this the kind of player they need? Because if you look at sort of, you would imagine the money that's going to be spent between Joel Linton and Saint Maxime, if indeed he does come in, that's going to be you're looking at 65, 70 million. Now, obviously, discount the, the Jose Perez money. That's probably about the massive... That's the main outlay you would think they would want to spend replacing Rondon and Perez. Now, do those two replace Rondon and Perez? I mean, certainly where you put them on the pitch, maybe yes. But in terms of what they bring to the side, is that enough? Uh, it'll be particularly difficult for Joelinton, like, pati- considering that Rondon was very much the paintbrush, the finishing touch, mm. good hold-up play and all that stuff. By the end of the day, he was there to put the ball in the back of the net. Oi, oi, your da takes. Um, if Joelinton <laughs> is a more three-dimensional, going to drop deep, collect the ball, recycle it, and so forth. 
that doesn't really work for me unless Almiron and this Sam Maxime fellow mm. are going to turn into goal machines I struggle to figure out how Newcastle are going to score goals I mean between the pair of them last season they've both scored combined less than either Rondon or Perez yeah. individually good worry. I would say that with Rafa's front three you have Rondon higher the other two deeper mm. with this one you have to have Joelden deeper and the other two higher mm. if you've got somebody as fast as St Maxime is and well supposedly and we know Almiron's like nippy the proverbial off a stick aye it makes sense for him to drop deeper and them to bomb on beyond them mm-hmm. and then you have to rely on him to get back into the box again which is probably going to work better than Rondon because he's faster than Rondon mm-hmm. Rondon couldn't be more mobile because he wasn't as fast there is additional cause to be positive here I don't know if any of you have checked out his Wikipedia page it says <laughs> uh, during his early childhood Alan's parents often took him on holiday to the northeast of England where they dined at their favourite Geordie restaurant Greg's it is said that he had three childhood heroes growing up Alan Shearer and Ant Deck and has declared his all time dream is to play for the mighty tune mainly so that he can feast on unlimited Greg's after the games while enjoying a relaxing beverage in the Black Garter. So that's positive? Yeah. <laughs> yep. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Moving on, uh, somebody who knows the Black Garter inside and out, of course, is James Tavernier. <laughs> now, before I start, before I start, I used to call him Tavernier when he was here, and no so one ever that? corrected me. Is so it Tavernier? That? No, it's Tavernier. Tavernier, James yeah. Tavernier. Yeah. We'll go with that, right? Why did he never pull anyone up on it? Because he's rubbish at everything. Uh, well, you say that. 20, from penalties. Me, 27 years old, 17 goals last season from for right Rangers. Back. From right back. Mm. Now, that is... Look, don't, I know all the caveats are going to put on that, but that's an astonishing stat, isn't it? How many of those are penalties? Probably all of them, you'd so imagine. I'm willing to bet 15, 16. Tavernier is... I have watched the SPA, the, blah, 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 the Scottish Premier League, more than anyone in the office as an actual Scottish person. Saw a lot of Tavernier last season, obviously, and over the past few seasons, indeed. He's not a Premier League calibre player in the slightest. Those numbers are like the falsest indicator <laughs> of his ability whatsoever. He is good going forward. He's fast. 
He can put a ball in the box. Uh, he is a fantastic penalty taker and a good free kick taker. Defensively, he is abject. I've watched this guy getting turned inside out by St. Mirren wingers. St. <laughs> Mirren wingers. I've watched players like Ryan Edwards of Hearts turn this guy inside out. He is absolutely not a, uh, an English Premier League caliber player. He... He's an effective player for Rangers because they're strong enough to forgive his defensive discrepancies. If he comes back to Newcastle, he'll be found out within two or three games and he'll be shipped back to Scotland on a loan. What? So what you're saying is he's Alan Hutton. Yeah, effectively. <laughs> but, I mean, but, not in every but not way, as funny. In every way but St. Mirren there, it did almost sound like you were describing DeAndre Yedlin, which I imagine <laughs> yeah. is the reason he's being linked. What would you say? How big is the gulf between Yedlin and, and him? Yedlin is occasionally defensively competent. Uh, Tavernier is not. He's an abysmal defender positionally. He gets skinned. He gets passed around. He's a little bit less Raj than, <laughs> than Yedlin, who is prone to the odd rush of blood mm. to the head. Yeah. Um, I, you know, I think Yedlin is is a weakness in Newcastle's first eleven. I do think that he's one of the weaker starting players. However, I think that if you're going to replace him, you should look a little higher than a guy who's good at penalties. The the issue with Yedlin, the reason why he stood out was in that system that Rafa played, he would have been good if he could attack. Mm. Like it would have been okay because the three centre halves are supposed to cover the gap that he creates yes. if he bombs forward, and they did. But he was bombing forward and doing absolutely nothing with the ball, so he was no use whatsoever. My favourite Yedlin contribution last season was in the last second against Bournemouth away when we were 2-1 down. He uh, did a brilliant 1-2 on the wing and was put in a brilliant position to whip in an excellent sort of like head height, brilliant cross. There was three or four players in the box who were just absolutely crying out for a ball. If it had been whipped with pace, delivered even remotely well, it's straight on the head and in. And what he accidentally does is he boots it 40 <laughs> foot into the air and by a complete stroke of luck it just happens to come down on Matt Ritchie's boot who leathers it in it looked like a great assist but it is one of the worst crosses I'd ever and he's like yeah I did that I did that, that was all I like I like DeAndre Yedlin purely for his social media output yeah. he's dog um, he's dog yeah Simba's yeah. worth having around for that alone but given what he's done with his career should he have been let go as easily as he was Tavernier. Yeah, because he was played. He played in Europe under Pardew. He was sort of. He was. He didn't look much worse than Danny Simpson when he, he first was, got he was in the another, side. He was a Danny Simpson clone, is what he was. Yeah, people pro- like literally got them mixed up when they mm. were playing. Yeah, but, I mean the problem with young players under Pardew is that li- literally every player Newcastle had from Colaccini to Tavernier regressed under mm. Alan Pardew. At one point, Colaccini went from team of the season to absolutely hopeless. Yep. Um, young players are never going to develop in that environment. Look at Bigger Romana. Look at Media Bead. All these guys. He had to leave for the sake of his own career. Um, looking at the player he's become, I don't think he would have developed much more. I mean, we'd have had a more reliable penalty taker. Uh, but nah, like... I, I... Is there any possibility, any hope flickering in the back of your mind that he could maybe, at 27, step up to a level that could play in the Premier League? No, absolutely not. <laughs> if, Good! If Newcastle are going to sign an SPFL player this summer, it should be Callum McGregor, who'd instantly be the best central midfielder in the squad. Leicester had a bit of 17.5 million turned down. You know, if Kieran Tierney's going for 27-plus, McGregor's like a 30 million. He's a tremendous player. He's been the most well-rounded, the best player in Scotland for years. Obviously, it's Scotland, and there is a there is an element of stepping up. But as far as I'm concerned, that's the only player we should be looking at in the league. Well, speaking of fullback options, Danny Rose, of all people, has been linked in the last few days. Uh, he's been the Daily Star, of all people, claimed that Steve Bruce wants him, and uh, Tottenham would let him go for around 15 Million now he's 29. Mm. He still, he, I thought he was in and out of the Spurs side. We got 37 games in for them last year. Yeah. Um, is this just yet another big name we're going to get linked with? Who Paul Dummett will eventually have to banter off? 
Yes. Now, Danny Rose would be a tremendous signing, surely. It would be an improvement on the squad, I would say. Like, I, I, I was not a big fan of Paul Dummett for a long time, mm. but he became four times a player under Rafa, yeah. mm. and he's the starting left-back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Either at left-back or left-wing-back, I would say. Mm-hmm. He hasn't got much competition on that respect. Danny Rose can play right-back. He did. So let's just do that. He left-wing as well. Yeah. yeah. I remember when he was a promising attacking midfielder central in a, in a football manager. It's a, bit of a, it's a bit of a mad one, the Danny Rose link, because in amongst talk of him going to Newcastle there's also some talk today that PSG have nudged ahead of Juventus in the running <laughs> for it so how do we expect to attract him under but then at the start of the summer we were linked to uh, to Ligt yeah was it Juventus yeah. so yes, it's yes, obviously yes, just yes. completely made yeah. up and it's like was it last summer he did everything in his power to engineer a move to Man United and then eventually yeah by the sounds of it he's been left off Spurs pre-season tour this yeah. year so he definitely looks like he's heading for the exit is it simply a case if he wants to stay in England he doesn't want to move abroad we might get him under those kind of circumstances. Did he play for Bruce at Sunderland? Was he when he was on loan there? Was it him who was the manager? There was a Paul. That's that's because sure. he's a nice. That's the kind of thing we could have researched. Nice bloke. Yeah. Like, oh, we'll say that very obvious. One thing I've picked up on from the, all the Bruce press conferences so far is that I do quite want him to do yeah. well. He seems like a genuinely nice bloke. I've just got no interest in yeah, finding out if it happens. He or wandered no. into the Jordan. Uh, I watched that. Yeah, it was it's just like nice. Yeah. But then you're like, nice, the hair's nice. Oh, this. This bloke isn't really good. Yeah. Danny, final thoughts on Danny Rose. Then, would he, if he came in, would he have to start? Given that, because he'd, he'd be on exorbitant wages. Yeah, yeah oh. he should start. Is there any point getting start. him in if he's not going to start? No, too much money, too uh, much money. for a first squad player. Hey, can we, would you have? Would you start over Dummett? Yes, I would personally. Dummett's still a very ordinary player. I think you'd have to. Yeah, I mean he is. Yeah, he's not going to be the player that Rafa got him to be. I don't think anybody's going to be. Um... Well, we are still short of goals up front, and the uh, the next two suggestions have been doing the rounds for a while, and, well, well, we'll decide whether or not they'd, they'd fix that problem. First off is Danny Welbeck, who's just been released from Arsenal. He's available on a free. 28 oh, well, uh, in and out of the Arsenal side over the last five or six seasons. He scored five goals in 14, which is better than one in three, yeah, last yeah. season. Um, he's clearly had an eye for goal at stages of his career, but got played all over. I mean, I don't know, I can't remember who was on the... Was it, you did the free agents one with me yeah. last week. He's been played all over the place for Arsenal, so he's not exactly had a clean run as a centre-forward, but you'd imagine that's where we would have to play him if he got him in. On a free, is that a good good buy? The wages aren't insane. The wages would be insane. insane. Yeah, he's he's gone Man U, Arsenal, Newcastle, he's beat Michael Owen. Yeah, and he he doesn't have the goal record of Michael Owen, unfortunately. He's, um, I don't know, Danny Welbeck, like, not not his biggest rater, like a lot of Mm. fans who support teams that he hasn't played for, but... (laughs) He's one of those players where he, he's, I remember him vividly playing well against Newcastle. Yes. And if yeah. I base it on that, then like Ryan, a lot, there's a lot of players who are really good. Like yeah. Ryan Taylor yeah. 10 years ago. Yeah, him exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Would you go in for him? Um, he's free. I mean, why not? Why not try? Is it the, the problem with a lot of these names that are doing the rounds is that obviously Joel Linton, the ball, is 22. Saint Maxime looks like being a definite. He is 22. And then Tavernier, 27. Rose, 29. Welbeck, 28. These are not Ashley signings. No. You know what I mean? These are not players who are going to have big resale value, if any at all. It, it'll be an indication on whether Steve Bruce's Getting claim a that he has got to mm. say is, because he said in one interview that if he needs to sign somebody who's older and doesn't fit the bill, he will, but he's going to look predominantly at signing younger players. Do you think the squad lacks experience? Do you think that's... Because, I mean, it's all... Look, we've all played football manager. You do go and buy those 22, 23-year-old exciting players because that's more fun and they end up being worth loads of money. But does the squad... Is it short of a few older heads? It's got Matt Ritchie, who in 
lieu of experience has being terrifying. Yep. Yeah. It's got John Joe Shelby, who his experience is Been there, the but block. probably yeah. not very good experience. He's another one, experienced but mental. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's Charles and okay. Fernandez. But well, actually, how old is Fabian Shea? He's 25, 26. Okay. Uh, Fernandez, Fernandez is slightly older. So, he so, has been around. He's been around England. So, so in conclusion, yes, we yes, we do. Need well, one somebody who knows football, someone who knows the Premier League, someone who knows Newcastle United inside out was the final name on the list today. And lads, is there any possibility for hashtag Bring Him Home? Could big band Andy Carroll finally, after four million Chronicle exclusives about us being interested, finally come back to Newcastle United? I think it's almost certainly going to happen because Mike Ashley is going to see it as this big, heroic homecoming, yeah. isn't that? He's going to think this is going to appease the fans and turn the tide. Do, he, thinks, he thinks this is positive PR to bring yeah, back absolutely. Andy Carroll. He's an idiot. On so. two fronts, not just the homecoming, but also the look, I may have sold him for 35 million but we've got him back for free Profit. So I am right I've put look you all say you want this club to be run by the fans well I've put a Geordie in the in the manager's yeah. seat I've put a Geordie on the treatment table what more do you want from me 30 years old so still life in the old dog yet a whopping one goals for West Ham in 14 games last season um, did a bit did a bit of research on this did you know Andy Carroll hasn't managed to score 10 goals in a season since he left us the six months we had him before selling him to Liverpool he got 11 before ah, January he's broken isn't he but it'd be good batter it'd be great batter it'd be great banter. Uh, I hadn't even realised how bad things got for him straight away he only got after we sold him to Liverpool for 30 million he only got two goals for Liverpool right. that season so he finished the season on 13 but 11 of them were for us up yeah. until January yeah. he only managed nine games that year nothing to do with the rumours that he got really hammered on his signing on fee and fell off the bar stool in one of the casinos yeah. and cracked his hip yeah. nothing to do with any of that no. would you like just put aside the fact it's high high banter would you but that's why I would I think <laughs> Which is problematic. I think if you if you look at him, he's he's a bit like Peter Crouch has been for the past five years in that you could only use him for six minutes at the end of a game. Yeah, but that's probably all right if Joel Joelton's going to be the one that puts all the legwork. If he can stay fit enough to do cameo 15, 20 minute appearances and yeah. then get his wages down to a reasonable level, again, not that I care about how much money they pay him because it's not my money. No, they I could pay him half yeah. a million a week for all it matters to me. Um, I it's a good bit of business, you know. Yeah, listen, I, I'm a huge, huge, huge proponent of the magnificent <laughs> style of, and the banner of the magnificent style of play, uh, formerly known as "stick it under the big man's heat." Yes. And there is no bigger man with a bigger, more effective heat he that we could possibly acquire than Tony Gnome over here. Tony Gnome, <laughs> Simon, I would, I would take him. Like, why not, Matt Ritchie? Knocking the ball from <laughs> 60 yards. DeAndre Edlin doing first time yeah. crosses 40 yeah, foot into no, the air that he can yeah. get. Exactly. Dubravka getting assists. Uh, well, to be fair, Fabian Cher has got the best long distance pass I've seen since Titus Bramble. So <laughs> why you not? No, you scoff, but his like cross field diagonal pass used it to be. It was the, the only thing he could had. do consistently yep, well. Yep. I know, it's just a funny just sentence. Drop it onto a five pence. The best since Titus Bramble <laughs> in any context is going to be We've already had a bit of this from Andy already. You you want Callum McGregor for yes. 30 million. I can, I can, I Maybe think, not 30. I but think that's going to happen. Simon, have you got anybody you would like to see them go for who's not been mentioned here? I have. He has been mentioned as rumours. This is aiming really low, in in hindsight, because of Andy's choice. Come on. But uh, Charlie Austin, big Chaz, big Chaz, because he's available and wouldn't be a starting striker because we've got one. Mm. But he's he's one of those ways. Good, experienced backup. He knows where the goal is, or he has previously. Mm. Anyway, let's hope that he hasn't forgot. And he's he's not going to break the bank when we don't 
probably have that much money left to spend on people. Very handsome as well. Yes. How old is, is he? Do, ballpark. Is he 30 now? Yeah, I don't, I don't know whether he's quite 30. But he's up there anyway. Sort of Andy. He's, he's the alternative to Andy Carroll. Yeah. I mean, less banner. Anybody else or just happy with Callum? Just Callum McGregor. Although January when Graham Shinney is unhappy playing at a lower level for Derby County. Bring him in. Bring him in. Uh, right, so there you go. There's all the major ones that we've been linked with and whether or not we should sign them. I can't remember if we said conclusively either way on any of them. Oh well, never mind. Yes, Let's know. All. Let's know what no you think. No to Tavernier. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Let us know uh, your picks as well as what you thought of these in the comments below. And of course, don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. Guys, we're doing a football channel and we're actually probably doing it this time. So tell all your pals, share all the videos, get us around on the Twitters. And if you've got any questions for us on the news and whatnot, get them in the comments below or tweet them to us at WhatCultureFC. Simon, where can they get you on Twitter? At Cy Gallagher. Andy? At Andy H. Murray. The H stands for. Ah, Aaron Hughes. Hello, Banter. There we go. Good, that. And I'm Adam Cleary, C-L-E-R-Y. We are, as I've just said, all at What Culture FC. But in the meantime, thank you so much for watching, guys. We will see you soon. Season starts soon. Oh, no. <laughs> Started two weeks ago, mate. some lists. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.